What is going on, guys? How are you guys doing? You are now listening to the YFYI podcast. I am still your host, Sunny D. Hope you guys are having a phenomenal day, week, month, year. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. This is the podcast where you come to get your head right, to get your mind right, to get in a state of mind, to be able to take your business to the next level or to the level that you think maybe it already should be at. If you are a subscriber, thanks for returning. Thanks for being a subscriber. If you're a new listener, thanks for being here on the YFY podcast. Your first year in, your first year in the beauty industry, your first year in business, your first year in your new endeavor. This podcast is designed for you to help take it to the next level, to make that first year your best year so you're not you know, just surviving after your first year, but you're truly, you're thriving. And that's what this podcast is all about. The podcast goes in conjunction with YFYI, the book, Your First Year in the Beauty Industry, How to Not Just Survive But Thrive in the Business of Beauty. And if you don't have a copy, you can get one at yourfirstyearin.com. Hop over there and do that. And also, if you're not a subscriber, I'm going to encourage you to subscribe. We're giving away some pretty awesome swag to all the subscribers. The way that you do that is you subscribe, you leave a rating, leave a nice five-star review on the iTunes store, and that will help the podcast get discovered. And once that, it takes about a day for that to post. And once it posts, just let me know, send me a screenshot, I will send you some swag. So thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for tuning in. This is another special episode. So we have this podcast every week. It's coming out covering a lot of different topics from, you know, from hiring the process to firing to interviewing a salon to, you know, paying attention to the key numbers that are going to help you grow your business to questions that I get as I'm traveling, as I'm on the road as I'm visiting schools around the country, speaking to crowds around the country. So I touch on a lot of different topics, but I started doing this special episode every so often called The Money Episode. So this is another edition of The Money Episode. So The Money Episode is a little bit of a twist, and I kind of focus a little bit more on finances, and I have to do my little disclaimer. I am not an accountant. Any, any information that I'm going to be sharing in any of the money episodes is purely, you know, from my uh, opinion or experience and not intended to guide you in any way. I don't want you making some kind of financial decision and then being like, well, Sonny D told me and then you end up bankrupt or whatever happened because you did something and I didn't tell you to do anything. What I am going to share with you is just some of my own insights, some of my own you know, experiences on the money episode and and for what it's worth, you know, my two cents on finances and how I, and how I see things playing out, you know, not only in my own businesses as I'm building salons, but also in some of my, the people I get to work with, my team, I get to coach and watch them grow, watch them start, you know, in the salon business and, you know, when they're first starting out and they're you know, have no numbers or not, you know, taking yes yet. They have, you know, we have a report we run and it's all goose eggs. It's all zeros to watching them have that first, you know, guest, that first 
you know, $200, $300 day, $400 day, $500 day, until they were getting up, you know, six, seven, eight, and hitting $1,000 days, watching their paychecks and as they grow and grow and grow. It's pretty awesome, but how they do it, you know, things that I coach them on, those are things that I get to share on the money episode. And, you know, a few things I want to talk about is what about the mistakes? Like, we all make mistakes with money. You've made mistakes. I know you have. I've made mistakes with money. Now, when you think about a money mistake, <clears throat> you know, think about one of my favorite kind of mentors in the financial realm. You got to have mentors in every area, right? Not just, I mean, I break mine down into categories. So I have mentors when it comes to like my physical fitness, people that, that I look up to, athletes and trainers and, you know, competitors. I have people that I look to in like personal Maybe if it's like, you know, learning more, you know, relationship communication, I have people that I look to in finance, I have people that I look to, you know, in all different areas, professional, you may have spiritual. So when I talk about, you know, when it comes to money mentors, you know, one of my money mentors is Warren Buffett. Now, if you guys don't know who Warren Buffett is, he's, I'm not sure where he's hitting right now on the, on the Forbes list. But usually he's in the top one, two, or three in, in like the world of you know richest people. Not a bad person maybe to have on your list, you know. So if you're talking in in uh, in in net worth and wealth, we're talking billions and billions and billions. We're talking money that you could never even get rid of in a lifetime. Uh, so let's see, 2017, here's the list. If you're looking for maybe some mentors, number one, Bill Gates, net worth, $86 billion, age 61. The source, Microsoft. Everyone knows Microsoft. He created Microsoft, you know, 20 plus years ago, and that's the result. And that's complete total you know, focus and commitment, which we'll talk about later on in, in some other podcasts. But these are just people. Number two right now, Warren Buffett. And Bill Gates is a, is a money mentor, but the first one I was thinking of is Warren Buffett. I'm going to share a couple of things I learned from him. But Warren Buffett, so we're talking $75.6 billion, his age, 86 years old, source Berkshire Hathaway, which is an investment <clears throat> firm, so they own chunks or whole companies in, in lots of different industries. If you give him your money, you're in good shape because he has a skill for turning money into more money. That's just kind of what he does. He's been doing it. He bought his first stock, I think, when he was like you know, 11, 12 years old. Uh, number three, I'm going to give you the top five. Number three, <clears throat> Jeff Bezos. Net worth $72.8 billion, age 53, source Amazon.com. So he was the, you know, is the founder of Amazon and he's currently CEO and running Amazon. Pretty, pretty cool stuff. Number four, Amancio Ortega. Net worth $71.3 billion, age 81, source Zara. And he's from Spain. So for those of you, you know, and you're in the mall next time and you see that store Zara, 
then you can know like the guy who's behind that, Amancio Ortega, is the fourth, you know, billionaire richest, you know, on the list, the Forbes list of richest in the world. Uh, He's the fourth one, number four. And number five, my man, old Marky, Mark Zuckerberg, net worth $56 billion, age, this is pretty awesome, 33 years old, crushing it. So I don't know how old you guys are. I'm a little bit older than Mark. I'll tell you what, he is a mentor of mine as well. I even mentioned him in YFY, the book, um, and share a little bit more about his story. But I mean, the source, Facebook, everybody, I mean, I think there's what, close to 2 billion people on Facebook. So that's the source. So those are the top five. So if you're looking, you know, for potential people you could look at and maybe take as as a mentor. And when I say mentor, like I've never... I don't know if I've ever been, I don't think I've been in the presence of any of these guys except for Mark Zuckerberg. I got to go to Facebook and tour and I saw him. I didn't get to, you know, meet him, talk with him and chat, but you know, he was in my presence. I was in his presence. He was in my presence. But if you think about mentorship, it doesn't require that you meet these people, but learn from them. You know, there may be books about them. They may have written books. You can study their company, learn their story, learn, listen to, watch videos. They're on YouTube. They give talks. They get interviewed. You can literally, you want to, it's like stalking them, but you're learning from them in that process and how they think, how they did it, you know, getting ideas. You got to do that. And that's, you know, that's mentorship. They can become your mentors. People ask me, you know, Will I be their mentor? I am your your mentor as long as you study my moves. You know, you're you know when you think about it, like you don't have to hang out with me, or I don't have to hang out with them to be you know mentored by them. Study their moves, learn about them. You know, you know, learn about what they're doing. I mean, you may or may not have access to that person, but you can still kind of protege, air quote, protege under them to a certain extent. So think about that. And those are just a few, you know, the five, the top five on the list. And the reason I was I was talking about Warren Buffett, and we're talking about money mistakes today on, on this episode, but Warren Buffett, one of his rules, you know, his, his he has two rules, and he shares this in different interviews and uh, YouTube and books but he has two rules that he shares when it comes to money. Rule number one, rule number one is don't lose money. And rule number two, if you're taking notes, I don't know, you might be on the treadmill, you're not taking notes right now, or if you are taking notes, get ready. <clears throat> rule number two, <clears throat> don't forget rule number one. So that's, those are, those are his two rules, you know? So when you think about money mistakes and you're thinking about, you know, what you're doing with money, you have to, you have to become a student of it because a lot of people, like when you think about losing money, now, what could you consider losing money? As an entrepreneur, as a business person, I have lost money after not making intelligent 
investments. You don't want that to happen more than maybe once or twice unless you're an idiot. Right? So if you, you know, if you're putting your money into something and you don't know how it works or you haven't done your homework, you haven't done your research, the chances of you losing money is pretty high. You're violating the rules, you know, that Warren Buffett shared, but you're also if you do that more than once or twice, you're you're kind of you're an idiot, right? You know, I lost everything, guys. I'm telling you, learn from my mistakes. <clears throat> the first time I lost a little, the second time because I didn't learn my lesson, I lost it all. I lost it all. Like and when, you know, you don't have that much to begin with and you and it all goes, it's not a it's not a good feeling. You know, so the bounce back, it's kind of like, you know, a, a basketball that or any ball that, you know, requires to be filled with air and all the air is taken out and you try to bounce it, soccer ball, basketball, whatever. And it just like duds into the ground and (laughs) doesn't come up at all. That's how it feels. That's how it feels. So take my advice. You don't want that feeling. You don't want to hit and go, you know, be a flat and get flattened out. So how do you do that? How do you avoid that mistake of losing money? Well, number one, you do due diligence. And this is something I learned from these mentors as some of them have lost. And don't get me, you know, you know, you know, wrong here. You stand the chance of losing multiple. There's lots of ways to lose money, but you don't want to be losing money because of the mistake of you not knowing what you're putting your money into. You're not doing what we call in the uh, in the business circle due diligence, you know, doing a little bit of research on the company or on the product or service or you know business that you're investing your money into or, or getting involved in, you have to do some research on that because if you don't, you know, like I didn't, it was just a pure passion. I was all right, I'm going for it, and then you lose, and you're like, ah, oh, that hurt, but it wasn't that much, and I'm going to go for it again, and then you get wiped out. It's hard to recover from that. It's hard to recover from that, you know, and and you'll feel that pain. That pain could linger for months and, I mean, it could linger for years. So when you are investing or you're thinking about getting your money into, into something or putting your money to work, as I like to say, I don't work for money. Money works for me. You know, put your money to work. You want to keep your money moving, right? It's a currency, but you got to understand the process. And if you don't have, you know, <clears throat> a combination of patience and speed. So patience is at a as at a as at a sky, you know, a, a macro level. So from the bird's eye view. So up in the up in the clouds, up in the sky, you have to have patience, big picture patience, right? But you have to have small picture speed. So when you know things are, are right, you make your move, you put your money in. But you have the patience to understand and do the do the necessary learning so you're not just like throwing it to the wind, if that makes sense. Because you will lose if you don't. So that's a big, that's a big, you know, mistake. You know, not understanding what you're putting your money in and causing your money to go away, right? To change hands. Because the object of the game of finance and money is to get the money into your pocket, right? And doing it legally 
is is recommended. You know, doing it ethically is recommended, but that's the object of the game. So whether you're at, you know, a person-to-person customer, you know, one customer at a time, to be up, being able to get the money from their pocket into your pocket, or whether you're at, you know, from a business perspective, and you got multiple transactions happening every single day, you know, and if you're thinking, you know, you want to be an entrepreneur and you're you want to build businesses, you know, I want you to understand like what that what that involves. It involves putting money or capital at risk, and you know that there's a potential that you could lose it. But the biggest thing you have to remember, guys, is you can minimize the potential. You can minimize the risk by doing your homework, by doing your due diligence, by learning about the investments, by studying the greats, the ones who do it the best, the ones who have accumulated the most. They know a whole lot more than we know. And I just gave you you know, five people that have accumulated I mean, you put those together, I mean, we're talking one, two, 300, you know, 450, 500 billion, half a trillion dollars. Do you think they might know something you don't about money? I do. So that's where you want to do some studying. So understanding what you're putting your money into. So that's a big one you got to avoid. And... Another one I would say is a big one is when you make money, what do you do with it first? So think about, okay, you just got your paycheck. We'll just say to make this a real easy example, your paycheck's $1,000, right? You have so many bills and expenses. Keep those low. I don't care how much money that any of those people I just talked to you about have, I guarantee you that they're always looking for a deal. They're always about a deal. And that's one thing that I find out about a lot of people that have money is they're they're deal shoppers. They look for good deals. They're not because they have money thinking, well, I don't care. You know, price is no object. I'll pay whatever. That's not how they operate. That's not the principle that they they work off of. And that's probably why they've accumulated so much. So let's say you get that $1,000. And <clears throat> there's, okay, you have to pay yourself first. Now, here's the thing. Say so you go to a place, you work, you get the $1,000. That's you getting paid. But now you have that money. Now you have to pay yourself first. So say that $1,000... Maybe you take, and it could be anywhere from 5 10% of that, pay yourself, meaning you take that money and you put it towards what's going to be an investment account one day, what's going to be part of your retirement one day, what's, which basically is your a savings. <clears throat> put it somewhere first. So if you take that $1,000 and you start applying you know, this principle, Now you're going to say, okay, well, what do I do with the rest of the money, right? Well, obviously you have bills, you have things that you have to pay for, other items come. But before anybody gets paid, pay yourself first. So say you take 10% of that, that's $100. You pay yourself first, now you're left with $900. Now you figure out, okay, who do I need to pay first? Maybe put them in order from most important to least important. Maybe put them in order from 
you know, most past due or most, you know, the highest to the lowest, however you want to do it. I mean, I would think like roof over my head, car, you know, food, somewhere in there, and everybody else. But pay yourself first. If you start that habit, maybe you can't do 10%. Maybe you can't do 100 bucks right now on that 1,000. Maybe you could do 50. Maybe you could do, if you can't do 50, do 25. If you can't do 25, do 15 or 10. And if you can't do that, my friends, you got, a, you got an income problem. You got an income problem. But pay yourself first. Most people, big mistake, they pay everybody else first. And then they're left with little to nothing. So start paying yourself first. Keep your expenses low. Pay yourself first. That money will add up. Now, say you're a little bit more advanced. You have more money added up. We'll talk about some ideas, some things you can do. I'll give you a little bit of homework. There is a company out there that I personally uh, work with. They're called uh, Wealthfront. I invest money with them every single month. And they take that money. Excuse me. They take that money and they invest it for me in a variety of different areas from stocks to different markets to, I mean, some of it's in foreign markets, some of it's in, you know, U.S. companies, some of it's in commodities, some of it's kept in cash. So they diversify it for me and I don't touch it. It's a long-term play and I let that money slowly accumulate, but I put a little bit into it each month. So you could kind of look at it as a savings account, kind of look at it as a savings investment account, because if you put your money in a regular savings account, you're not gonna, it's not gonna turn into anything. If you put 500 bucks in your savings account in January and you went into it right now and we're in August, it's still 500 bucks. It ain't gonna go nowhere. I put 500 bucks into my investment account. I come check on it. It might not go uh, like through the roof, but it might be 550. It might be 560. You know, it depends. The market does move up and down. There is a potential risk to lose, but long term, the market has always gone up. And that's something I learned from my mentor, Warren Buffett, greatest investor. They call him the Oracle of Omaha, greatest investor of all time. So long term. So that's just one company. I'll share more in future money episodes, but I just want you to think about these. We're just getting kind of started with this. So I want you to be thinking about when you have your money, paying yourself first. If you're going to put your money in anything, remember, do your due diligence, do your homework before you turn your money over. Remember Warren Buffett's rules. Don't lose money, rule number one. Number two, don't forget rule number one. Paying yourself first is going to be a huge one. Most people don't. And that is going to be in, I mean, that one right there, if you do that for a year, you'll have something. And by that time, you'll also be able to accumulate knowledge so you have an idea of where you might be able to put some of that money so you can turn money into more money. So those are just a couple of mistakes and a couple ideas to share. Get some money mentors. Pay attention to your money. Pay yourself first. Don't lose money if you're going to put your money into something. Don't just turn it over. Don't just turn it over to something. Well, it's, you know, whatever, 401k or I learn. Okay, what is that in being done what is being done with after that what's what's being done with your money after that what's the potential return what's it like learn don't just turn it over if you don't know if you're scared you don't know what to do just put it in the damn shoebox until you learn 
But you can't kick that can down the street and be like, well, I didn't know. Because that doesn't work because no one cares. When I lost all my money, I didn't know. didn't matter. Because I didn't know didn't make me be unbroken. Right? <laughs> you lose all your money. Nobody cares that you didn't know. And, you know, just that last bit, just remember about the, the, you know, the bird's eye view or the macro or the, you know, the, the big picture patience and the small picture speed. Being able to make decisions will come. You'll be able to make those decisions quicker with more knowledge that you have so you can turn your money into more money. That's the idea of economy and a currency is, that, is to get that money moving. And hopefully when it comes back around, it's got some friends with it. $1 leaves me, and when it comes back around, I want it to be $2. $2 leaves me, when it comes back around, I want it to be $4. Keep it basic, right? That's, that's economy, and that's growing your finances. So I hope this information inspires you. I hope it helps you. You know, I'm, like I, you know, I'm not a Wall Street investment financial guru, but it's basic economics. That's the one thing that you do not have to worry about. You know, it's math. Basic math can get you rich. You do not have to know anything but basic math. Do a little bit of homework. Have some good mentors, and you'll be on your way. So hopefully this information helps you, inspires you to learn a little bit more about your finances, get some mentors. Uh, Stay tuned for future money episodes. I got a lot of requests, people saying, oh, I like the money episode. Let's keep that one going. So I'm doing this. Hopefully, um, keep getting more feedback. You guys are loving it. Leave leave a review in 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 the podcast app. If you're on an Apple phone, just go there to the podcast app. You search YFY Podcasts. First thing you want to do when it comes up, hit subscribe so you get notifications on every new episode. Listen to the episodes. If you've already listened to them, then bam, hit the review. Leave a review, nice five-star that helps this podcast get discovered by the masses. And I'm sending you some awesome swag, some YFY t-shirts. You let me know your t-shirt size. It's on the way. And then boom, you're helping. That's it. It's all I'm asking. I'm not asking for anything else. And uh, if you haven't got a copy of Wi-Fi the book, go ahead to your first year in yourfirstyearin.com. Get a copy. Let me know if there's a certain person you want me to make it out to. I know sometimes people order multiple copies. If they're going to different people, I'll sign it <clears throat> to whoever you want it to go to, and I will send it to you. You'll have it in you know, a few days, and you'll be on your way. Keep the movement moving. Keep it going. YFY, your first year in. That's what this is all about. This is the podcast. This is where you come to learn how to build this business right once or else you will have to build it again. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Have I heard?